The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. I want us to even talk about this theme, accelerate. I think that's a powerful word. It's a very, very powerful word. Um, in our respective walks with God, there will be times and seasons in your life where you need divine speed. You need things to, to work out quickly for different reasons. I'm going to give you a few reasons about that. And I, I want to talk about that word as a foretaste of what we are going to be receiving and hearing this weekend during the conference. Let me hear someone shout again, I accelerate. Hallelujah. I accelerate. Um, and first thing I want to just remind us of or enlighten us about tonight is that if you are not careful as a believer, you may think God's nature or God always does things slowly. I think many times people in church have fallen into that. And they have perhaps good reason to do that. I mean, God's name, or one of his name is Ancient of Days. God has been around for a while. Praise God. And he'll be around for a much longer time. And I mean, we are reading the Bible, we are referring to things that were written thousands and thousands of years ago. And we read stories of people that it looked as if it took time for things to happen. Took time. They've been talking to us about the end times and the last days. And they told us that the last days is 2,000 years ago. I mean, it started 2,000 years ago. And yeah, 2,000 years. And it looks like God takes time. And there is an element of truth to that. God is not... Um, it doesn't rush into doing things. And that is true. But what is also equally true is the same way God can take time, as it were, to get something he wants done. He can use generations to get things done. God is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and things like that. That same way, when, and listen to me very carefully, this is where this is very important to us. And when God gives us a word like this, you should listen. When the time and the season comes for God to do certain things he wants to do, the same God that seems to have been taking all the time in the world and sitting on his hands, he can, boom, in one moment, change everything. Hallelujah. So, is, you know God is everything. Is, is, is everything. Just as he can be slow and take his time, as it were, he can be equally fast and get things done. And really, when you study scriptures, you will see these two aspects of God in people's lives. Think about the children of Israel. And God told Abraham, they're going to be in bondage for 400 years. And the, the average child of Israel that was born in those days, when that prophecy was actually coming to pass, they had been in bondage for generation after generation. They saw that some, many of them were born into slavery. Perhaps their fathers were even born into slavery. 
we don't exactly have, if you look at scriptures, or at least have not discovered it yet, exactly when things turned for them. Things were going good for the children of Israel in the days of Joseph. But somewhere within that 400-year gap, things turned, and Pharaoh now started um, afflicting. Pharaoh and the Egyptians started afflicting the children of Israel. And many, so many of them were born into bondage. And it looked like God had forsaken them. They had prayed and prayed and prayed. And in one season, just like that, God sent Moses. And before they could say Jack Robertson, God delivered them out of a bondage, a generational bondage, as it were, and brought them out. It must have been like a dream of the night for many of them. Very speedily. Another good example, and I want to start from there with scriptures tonight. Psalm 105, Psalm 105 verse 19 is the story of Joseph. I mean, we all talk about this a lot. God had given him a word, given him a vision, and um, things had gone upside down for him. He had been imprisoned, and a space of about 13 years, and I love the way the psalmist recorded it here, Psalm 105 verse 19, um, familiar text again, until the time of his word came to pass, the word of the Lord tested him. So, in Joseph's mind, it could have looked as if everything was going slow, one year, two years, three years. And remember, Joseph was standing in faith all these years. I love that phrase, that the time of his word. Hallelujah. I want you to hold on to that because many times when God speaks a word like accelerate or gives us a theme like that, and let me tell everybody, this is not the first time God has given us a theme like that or spoken a word like that over us. It's usually having to do with something like this. The time of the word has come. Somebody say, the time of my word has come. I want you to declare it again. Say, the time of my word has come. Say, maritally, the time of my word has come. Financially, the time of my word has come. Concerning my healing and my health, the time of my word has come. Hallelujah. You can phrase that for any area or aspect of your life. So it looked as if that prophecy that God gave Joseph, it wasn't coming to pass. But then a time came and in one night... Hallelujah. One night, like we love to say, he slept as a prisoner. And 24 hours later, he was sleeping in the palace as the prime minister. Read with me again. I love the way it was, the, the old testimony was summarized there. Until the time of his word came to pass, the word of the Lord tested him. The king sent and released him. The ruler of the people let him go free. He made him lord over his household and ruler over all his possession to bind his princes at his pleasure and to teach his elders wisdom. And it happened just like children of Israel, boom, speedily. Hallelujah. That's how God operates. There may be phases in your life or seasons in your life where things you know God has told you, things you are standing in faith on, Things that God has promised you, it's as if nothing is happening or maybe God has forsaken you. But then, in another season, before you can even, like Amos 9 says, everything is happening at once. It will make your head spin. Glory be to God. Yeah. Things are happening speedily. Somebody said, that's my portion in Jesus' name. Yeah. 
Hallelujah. That same God can move so quickly in your life affairs. And he can change everything suddenly for you. Can I hear a loud amen? Oh, hallelujah. Why and when does God um, bring this kind of word, this acceleration word to us? Why does he do it or when does he do it? I want to give you two particular instances which I feel many of us can relate to. Why does God tell us accelerate or bring the word accelerate for us? Hallelujah. I love that text that Pastor Doni quoted where she was leading prayer about King Ahab. How the hand of the Lord came upon him and naturally speaking made him to run and do something supernatural and he sped or he ran ahead of the chariot of Ahab. That, that's how God operates. The power of God can come upon you. The favor of God can come upon you. Glory be to God. And cause things to just start happening very, very fast, suddenly in your life. Now, remember what had happened. They had had three years of drought. Three years of drought. According to the word of the Lord. And God was about to turn that around. Praise God. And give them restoration. So, that, that's the first reason when, when God brings speed, when God causes acceleration, many times it's in response to recovering something, restoring something. Something you might have lost. Something that has been taken from you. You've just gone through three years of drought. You've gone through a time where things didn't work out the way you thought it would work out. Didn't work out the way you prayed it should work out. Didn't work out the way you expected it to work out. And God in his sovereignty and in his power. And that's why sometimes the things that happen, you can't even make sense of it. How can a man naturally? That's just a picture of God bringing speed into our life affairs. How can a man just outrun a chariot? And not just any chariot, a king's chariot. Hallelujah. God brings acceleration or divine speed into our lives. And I want somebody to catch this. Particularly someone that may have lost something. You have lost years. You have lost time. You have lost resources. Maybe something happened. You lost an investment. You were duped. You were cheated. When God wants to bring restoration or when God is bringing restoration, one of the graces God introduces or brings into your life is grace for supernatural speed. Somebody shout, I receive it. Hallelujah. And that's why I believe this weekend's conference is very important for all of us. It's important for this season we are in. Our world, we've lost things due to the global recession that is currently ongoing, or the economic recession that is going, because of the global pandemic, because of the war, and other factors. We can add our own peculiar factors in Nigeria. I was re reading the uh, news today, and in America, they are complaining about inflation, and it's just 8%, and they are attacking their president. I'm like, these people don't know what they're enjoying. Give us 8% <laughs> inflation. <laughs> I mean, praise God. That's why it's better to be grateful. 
regardless of where you, where you are. Because we too can now be complaining. And I'm sure there are some people on another part of the world, I don't know what our inflation rate is in Nigeria. But can we agree it can be less than, well, let, let, let's take what the professional says. I think it says about 20-something percent. Although me, I know some things that it's as if the price has doubled or tripled. But let me not argue with them. I'm not the economist. Well, I mean, there will be some parts of the world that they are even looking at Nigeria. And that if they can just give us what they have in Nigeria. Even this president that many of you are rejecting. Some people are saying, if you can give us that kind of president. My point is that <laughs> before you anti-Buari people attack me, my point is that wherever you find yourself, just be grateful to God. Whether it's 8% inflation or 22% inflation or 200% inflation, just know that it can always be worse. Hallelujah. Praise God. Say with me, in everything I will give thanks. And for everything I will give thanks. That's what the Bible teaches us. But this is the good news. Hallelujah. When we have lost things, like David's story in 1 Samuel 30, when there has, we've suffered loss, you've, things have been stripped from you, God can bring a grace of speed. Can somebody lay their hands on their head where you are tonight? Say, this season I receive grace. I can't hear you. Say, I receive grace for supernatural speed to recover all. Hallelujah. Praise God. For Samuel 30 and verse 8 again. The Bible said, David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And God answered and said, and I believe this is a word God is speaking over the house this weekend. Pursue. Hallelujah. For you shall surely overtake them and without fail recover all. Hallelujah. God anointed David with strength, empowered him, he and his men. I was talking about this um, the other day. There were 600 of them. After a while, 200 of them got tired. And there was a powerful lesson we learned there. It wasn't that they could, they could really have gone on if they knew how to. If I'm going to talk about this on Sunday. When, when you're talking about next level, um, I'm just going to go on what I shared a few weeks ago in the medical service. You must know how to refresh. And how to restore. Because that's really what David did here. He himself was drained and exhausted. But he knew how to go to the Lord and seek God's face. And receive that word, hallelujah, that renewed his strength. The Bible said he encouraged himself in the Lord. And that grace to accelerate, to pursue, to overtake, and to recover everything that was taken from him. He received it. Praise God. And David's story here, I've shared this with us many times, it's also similar to Joseph's story. Because at the end of the day, if you read on to um, first, um, Second Samuel chapter 1, which is two chapters away, not only did David recover the physical things that the Amalekites took from him, all his goods and his wives and his children that they took away, even the prophecy of over 13 years ago, similar to Joseph, that had not yet come to pass, Hallelujah. I mean, it was when he was 17 that Samuel anointed him with oil. Praise God. That he will be king. And it looked like nothing was happening. Well, it started out as if something was going to happen when he killed Goliath and all that. But then, years went by. Years went by. Well over a decade. 
Hallelujah. That it looked as if the word of the Lord will not come to pass. But just like it was said of, of, of Joseph, until the time of his word came. The time of um, David's word has come. Not just to recover his wives and his children and his property that was stolen. But much more than that, the word that he will be king. Hallelujah. And rule and reign over Israel. That time had come. Praise God. And it's really interesting that this whole debacle with the Amalekites and all these challenges and difficulties that came into his life with the Amalekites at that time was just a precursor for what God was about to do. God was now about to enthrone him as king and bring to pass the word that God had for him. Hallelujah. And that word to accelerate came. And at the end of the day, his prophecy came to pass. Hallelujah. I believe with all my heart, I don't know who I'm talking to, but someone that God has given you a promise or a word that might have evaded you for a while. When God speaks a word that accelerates like this, I believe this is your own time for your word to come to pass in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And you need to be ready for it. You need to be ready for it. Praise God. So, one situation, or the number one situation, when God speaks a word like this over us is when we have suffered loss. When we think things have gone wrong for us, like for David here. And that's why I, I think it's important for you to pay attention to what's being spoken. I shared this testimony with us several years ago. It was coming to my mind again as I was thinking about this. There was one summer blast I attended. And there was a challenge we had in the family then. It had to do with um, Pastor Inda's U.S. visa and some issues then. For years, nothing was just happening. It was just as if it was frozen and forgotten somewhere. And I was at the conference. I think it was even the day I was coming back. I, was, I think I was even on my way to the airport when Pastor just called me. Wow, she just heard from the embassy and they said she could bring her visa, I mean, come and bring her passport again. Everything had just turned around. I, I want you to, to me, that, that was just a testament of whatever it is we encountered that weekend at the conference. I don't think it was a coincidence. I think it was a function of God's favor, a function of God's blessing. That's something that you ought to have. I mean, he had a prophecy, like Joseph had a prophecy. But for one reason or the other, it had been evading you. Or perhaps, like in David's particular situation here, things have been taken from you, stripped from you. When God wants to bring restoration, one of the things God does, hallelujah, is to give you divine speed. And grace for acceleration. And you will not miss your own this season in Jesus' name. Praise God. Number two situation. Please listen to me very carefully. Where God can also speak a word of acceleration or speed over us and grace over us. Is when everything in the natural as it were. It's not necessarily that you suffered loss or something was taken from you. No, but all the natural forces are just against you. Everything naturally speaking. Hallelujah. Against you. 
Glory be to God. Somebody lift your hands tonight and say in the name of Jesus. I want you to pray this prayer. Say in the name of Jesus. Grace for acceleration. Grace for speed. Grace to recover all. Comes upon me this season. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and just pray in the spirit. I want you to receive something. Pray in the spirit. My grace comes this season. Grace to recover. It comes, it comes, it comes, it comes this season. It comes, it comes. It comes this season. It comes, it comes. In the name of Jesus. Takaya leke rungada basata yala pekede o yala pakasata ege la vreke na mamba baba baba ege do sata yala pakada in Jesus' mighty name, my grace comes as my word is released. My grace comes, glory be to God. As my word is released, my grace comes in the name of Jesus. Glory, glory, glory be to God. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. So the second situation I want us to understand when God speaks like this is maybe naturally speaking things are not working. Everything has gone wrong. Hallelujah. Things are, have just shut down. There is no hope as it were in the natural Hallelujah. No hope in the natural. God can now speak a word and cause things to just turn around speedily for you. Praise God. Glory, 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 glory. There's a scripture I just want to pick up and, and share with us on that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, um, just give me a moment, please. In the book of Second Kings, Second Kings, um, and if you read the story from chapter 6, I believe, we read the story about how the nations had gathered and they had besieged Samaria, they had locked down the city, surrounded it. Nobody could go out. Nobody could come in. There was great famine in the city. I mean, things were just terrible. Hallelujah. And that gotten so bad, <laughs> the Bible records that two women, they had made arrangements to eat their own children. One said, let's eat your child today. We'll eat my own child tomorrow. Uh, and, and things like that. 
But then in chapter 7, verse 1, the prophet Elijah spoke. 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 1. Then Elisha said, Hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord, Tomorrow at about this time, a seer of flour shall be sold for a shekel, and two seers of barley for a shekel at the gates of Samaria. Praise God. I mean, I believe most of us are a bit familiar with the story, but I want you to picture what's going on here. Naturally speaking, they had no hope any longer. Everything they could hope for or do naturally, they couldn't trade, they couldn't do business, they couldn't go to school, they couldn't do anything. Why? They had been surrounded by the enemies and everything was just going to go wrong for them. And that word came that by this time tomorrow, I mean, the turnaround was going to happen and it was going to happen so speedily. Everything was going to turn around. Of course, God was working behind the scenes. Praise God. And we had that story about that, um, that advisor of the king, an officer on whose hand the king leaned, was like, ah, even if God would open the windows of heaven, even if God will do this, can this thing really happen? Because what God was about to do, and this is what I want somebody to catch, it's, it's beyond your mind. Glory be to God. It's beyond what the natural can offer you. Hallelujah. Is beyond what you can reason out. And you really need to bring your faith to a level like this. But back to, to David's story in a moment. If David, just before I, I, I say this, and why we are, we are saying these things and declaring these things and teaching these things. If David did not ask for that effort, the story we just read in 1 Samuel 30, and seek God's face, even though God wanted him to recover everything that was lost. And even though in God's timing, the time of his word had now come. I mean, the way God had said this, I'm sure when, when Samuel anointed David, maybe he thought in a year or two or three tops. I mean, God has even opened the door for me to go into the king's palace. I will be king soon. Sometimes in our own thinking, the way God wants to move us into our next level or accomplish what he has promised in our life. We may have our own timetable. And then it looks as if years now go by. Praise God. And nothing is happening. But then a particular time, a particular season comes. And sometimes it's a very difficult negative situation. God wants to use that to trigger what he has promised us. And many times that's when God can say he's going to move speedily. Praise God. And that's what God was going to do for these people. I'm going to move speedily. It's going to happen very fast. Within 24 hours, glory be to God, I'm going to change your story. I'm going to change your situation. What you thought could not happen, economically speaking, a seer of flour will be sold at this price. Now, look at the way God even said it to them. God did not exactly say, I'm going to come, I'm going to destroy the enemy. I'm going to come, I'm going to send away the soldiers. I'm going to come, I'm going to kill all the enemies. Perhaps if he had said that, maybe it would have been easier for this man to say that things will, will change. And sometimes that's how God's word comes to us. 
That's how God's revelation comes to us. And that's why we need faith. Somebody shout faith. Because the way God speaks, like I like to say, God doesn't speak in English. God speaks spirit. He didn't give them all those details. Or at least Elisha did not tell that man or the king all those details. All he told him was that by this time tomorrow, economically everything will have turned around. And the guy will have risen in his own mind. Okay, let's even say we kill all these soldiers that have besieged our city. It will probably take us two weeks to win the battle. Then before we clear them out of the way, another two weeks, one month has gone. Then before traders start establishing their roots, another one month. You know, he, he could have analyzed everything. Even if God will do all these things, how, how is it going to happen in one day? God told him you will see it, but you will not partake of it. That will not be any one of us portion in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You will see it, but you will not partake of it. So, listen to me very carefully. When the natural seems to have hemmed us in, you don't have a job, or your business, things are not working. The government just gave a policy that shuts down the port. You, you are in import and export business. Naturally, it looks like there's no hope. Many times, and this is just an example in scriptures, God can speak a word like accelerate or tell us something is going to happen speedily. Praise God. Or tell us something is going to happen miraculously beyond our expectation that we cannot fathom. Now, it's not every time that it has to be 24 hours. That's not my point here. But there's a word for speed coming over somebody's life that will change your story forever in the name of Jesus. And I want to encourage you, if you can trace any of these two things, I have made losses or I've experienced losses. I need recovery. I need restoration, which, by the way, is a prophetic word for us this year. When God says accelerate or talks about divine speed, I'm telling you, God is talking to you. Glory be to God. And in another situation where naturally you can't even seem to make a way out of no way, you don't know what else to do. Everything seems to have closed in on you and shut everything down. God can bring a word, just a word from God. Hallelujah. Just a word. By this time tomorrow. Hallelujah. Just one word. And something can happen speedily that will turn things around. Glory be to God. I sense in my spirit that through this conference this weekend and through the word that God is going to release, the instructions he's going to give, there are some mighty things that God is going to do in our lives. Glory be to God. Some mighty, mighty things. Hallelujah. Let us understand the nature of God. Ten years may have gone by. And it may look as if God has forgotten you. God never forgets. Hallelujah. Five years may have gone by. You have prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. In one moment, somebody shout one moment. The same God that seems to have been lethargic for five years. Boom, it just moves. And one night you are in the prison. The next night you are in the palace. Somebody say, that's the God that I serve. Hallelujah. Think about Jesus. Think about Jesus. Right from Genesis was when God prophesied that the seed of the woman will bruise the head of Satan. And Satan will bruise his heel. Genesis. All the books and all the prophets and the generations in the Old Testament came and went. In fact, if you read, is it Matthew's account? Yeah. 
Matthew's account that, that talks about the genealogies of Jesus. 14 times 14 times 14. Whose math is very sound here? He calculated how many generations. That is how many? 14 times 3. Somebody should help me. I can't, I, I didn't do the math in my figure. 42, according to Pastor Shola. But you get the point. I mean, th- that's how God is. Please listen to me very carefully. That's how God is. 42 generations from Adam all the way to Joseph and Mary. Then Jesus was born and 30 years, it was just like that. I mean, 30 years is also a long time to be in bondage or to be suffering. But like the people that got healed <laughs> under his ministry that were older than 30. But then God, Jesus started and in three and a half years, hallelujah, three and a half years, he accomplished something for eternity in a space of three and a half years. God could have been doing what Jesus did in three and a half years, little by little from Genesis, and spread it, but that's, that's not how it is. So what am I saying to you? It doesn't matter how long you've been in your condition, praise God. It doesn't matter how long you have been disappointed. And that doesn't matter. Hallelujah. Just understand the way God is. A time of your word has come in the name of Jesus. And when the time of your word comes, see, that's why we can still be hopeful for our nation, Nigeria. Look as if nothing has been happening. Ah, Nigeria is 60. How old are we now? Is it 65 now or 66 or which one? <laughs> hey, it doesn't matter. As long as our confidence is in God, praise God. God can move in and something that has not happened for decades and generations, boom, in a short time, it turns everything around. And when he begins to speak words like accelerate, speed, it's a word specifically for, listen to me everyone, people that are in need of recovery, praise God. Recovery losses I've experienced. There's recovery, and maybe naturally there's not. You, you everything is just hemmed you in. You don't have any natural solution. I want to encourage you: listen for the voice of God, and listen to what God is telling you this season. And I tell you, like I always say, when you hear God's word for you, somebody say, "My word comes to me this season." When you hear, you will know. Praise God, and that word can unleash. A miraculous speed that no one will be able to explain in your life. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, rise on your feet. Leave those hands to God. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody declare again tonight, the time of my word has come. I want to encourage you to take this very personal. Say, the time of my word has come. The time of my deliverance has come. The time of my breakthrough has come. The time for my next level has come. I accelerate. Divine speed begins to operate in my life. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and just pray in the spirit. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-00640.